Hi, this is Teresa from Books to the Ceiling. This week we're talking about The Finalist by Joan Long. I love this one. It's a mystery that involves authors in a competition. It's set up kind of like 10 little Indians as each author makes their way to Key Island. You know, no one ever invites me to get on a private plane for a competition. After reading the finalist, I might be counting my blessings. Here's a little more about the book. Five authors, each with their own secrets, are chosen to complete a deceased novelist unfinished manuscript. For single mom, Riza Mar, the competition is the opportunity of a lifetime. At stake is a million dollars and a contract to continue the famous novelist best-selling thriller series. Transported to the tropical paradise of Key Island, the finalists are cut off from the world and given seven days to draft their best ending for the book. But when one of them turns up dead, theories and accusations abound. Accident? Suicide? Or murder? To what lengths will competitors go to to win? And who, if anyone, will leave the island alive? Now here is an excerpt from The Finalist. This is the prologue. Alex Hensley flinched when he heard his office door open. He was dreading this meeting. Talking to Trent Lambert on the phone was one thing. Seeing the intimidating man walk into his workplace was another. If this wasn't so important, he would refuse to meet with him in person again. Come in, Alex said, standing up. He searched for a bag or a package in the man's hand, but saw none. Did you bring it? Trent shut the door before patting his loose-fitting shirt. Of course, that's what I'm here for. Alex grimaced and lowered himself onto the edge of his leather-swivel chair. I know, I know, it's just that guns make me nervous. Trent took a seat in front of the desk. His blue-gray eyes roamed the massive bookshelves that lined three of the office walls. I'm not thrilled about this either, but you said I'd be searched at the dock. If there's another way, I'm happy to hear it. Alex shook his head. No, there's not. I'll hide the gun in my messenger bag, like I said. I fly out on DeMay's private plane tomorrow. Once Lily and I land in Florida, we'll take a helicopter to the island. No one checks you or your luggage for weapons? Must be nice. Alex tipped his head. When I'm traveling with the DeMay party, I'm practically royalty. How long have the DeMays owned Key Island? Uh, about four years, I guess. I guess Wyatt wanted a completely private getaway. Sandy beaches and tropical breezes, he used to say. He loved the casual feel of the place. But his wife, Lily, not so much. I think she plans to sell it after the competition is over. About this competition, Trent said. I ask you for info on the finalist. Yes, I jotted down some notes. Alex shifted the papers on his wide desk until he found a legal pad. Here they are. One of the names might be familiar to you. Melanie Yates? No, never heard of her. Really? She's a celebrity. I have a picture of her. He opened a folder and passed Melanie's photo across the desk. Trent picked up the headshot and nodded. Very pretty. Alex agreed. Melanie is currently between marriages. 
She's had a few. Trent pushed the photo back across the desk. Tell me about the others. Sure, there's Nick Perrin, the football player. One and the same. I have my doubts about including him, but Lily insisted on having five finalists, and she always gets what she wants. Do you have a picture of her? Who, Lily? Alex shook his head. No, but I have a photo of Wyatt. It was taken about a week before he died. Alex rolled his chair to the bookcase behind his desk, then wheeled forward, holding a 5 by 7 inch picture frame. He handed it to Trent. Him, I recognize, Trent said, studying the photo. Alex snickered. Everyone recognizes Wyatt DeMay. Famous author, philanthropist, all-around good guy. I see you're in the picture with him. And this woman is Charlene? Yes, she was my assistant and Wyatt's copy editor. Charlene was one of those rare people who was always happy. She made everyone else happy, too. Losing both her and Wyatt within months of each other? I don't even have words. I understand. Trent set the frame on the desk. You were telling me about the other finalist. Right. There's a Texan named Jackson Butterfield and a young widow, Risa Marr. Trent twisted in his chair. Did you say Risa Marr? Yes. Do you know her? Trent frowned. If it's the person I'm thinking of, do you have a picture of her in there too? Are you kidding? I have photos of all the finalists. They're my life right now. He looked through the folder. Ah, here she is. Dark hair, nice smile. Trent reached across the desk and seized the photo. Well, Alex asked. Trent stared at the headshot. I do know her. Will that be a problem for you? Trent hesitated. No, Riza won't suspect a thing. This was an excerpt from The Finalist by Joan Long. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, IndieBound, Books A Million, Bookshop, Apple Books, and Walmart. Now here's a little more about Joan. Joan Long is the author of the Locked Room Style Mystery, The Finalist. She is a third-generation Floridian who earned a degree in English and Creative Writing from Florida State University and a graduate degree in Journalism and Communications from the University of Florida. She has written for universities, public television, healthcare corporations, a magazine, and more. But she most enjoys writing mysteries and suspense. Joan's short story, The Extra Ingredient, is published in the Anthony Award-winning anthology, Malice Domestic 14, Mystery Most Edible. You can find Joan on Instagram under Joan Long Books, Twitter at Joan Long Books, Facebook, Joan Long Books, BookBub, authors slash Joan hyphen long and she is on Goodreads. That's all we have this week from Books to the Ceiling. Thank you so much for stopping by and I hope to see you again next week. In 1962, Dot Morgan was told the best thing she could do 
besides being a nurse or a teacher, was learn to type. While attending secretarial school, she decides to rub elbows with an elite ladies club to help her father with a struggling campaign for city council. Instead of getting the help she sought, Dot is thrown into a world of adultery, deceit, and murder when one of the town's sons is found dead. It's time to put that 45 on the record player and bring out your best dance moves in The Twist and Shout Murder. This book is available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, IndieBound, BAM Books A Million, and Powell's City of Books, and is written by Teresa Trent, published by Level Best Books. This is the first book in the Swinging 60s series.